Hello everyone, welcome back to the Expat Brat. It's Salman Qureshi and I am loving the NBA Finals this year. It's been amazing. I hope uh, you guys have been watching it because it's been great four games to kick off and um, I'm hooked and I'm giving up my sleep to watch these finals and I can't decide for the life of me who I want, uh, which team I want you know, to take the championship. Uh, part of me, like I love the Celtics team right now and uh, you know they they've shown throughout the whole playoffs this year um, that they keep coming back I mean part of it is their own mistakes they kind of falter on offense quite a bit and then come back uh, in the next game and do well <clears throat> but <laughs> yeah they've stretched it out to seven games and, and got through but man I've been saying the Warriors especially with Curry they're on a mission and they look like they want to win their championship. And uh, I feel like at this point now, after game four, I'm like, I'm siding with the Warriors. Uh, famous last words. It's like, you can't predict the series at all. I mean, the whole playoffs has been quite, uh, unlike, you know, they, they sometimes become too samey-samey or easy to predict. It's, a, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've been like, I don't know who to put my money on. And guess what? I don't have money, so it's great. Uh, and, and so I don't have to put it on anyone and lose any money. Um, that solves one part of the equation, but the second part is if I did, who would I put it on? And I, I really haven't been able to see that, but I, I'm loving both teams. And um, I do think now after game four, it's the Warriors, man. Um, I'm, I'm saying it here, three games left, is the Warriors going to take it? Uh, I think they might actually take it in six now. They might have just broken the Celtics a tiny little bit. But like I said, famous last word. This is me predicting stuff like, People predict the stock market, right? And it always comes with a disclaimer, and people go, uh, "Well, you know, the past uh, performance does not <laughs> indicate any, um, you know, ex well, what, what do they say? I, ca I can't remember the wordings. It's basically, it won't predict the future, and it doesn't guarantee the future results. And I'm like, then what's the point, <laughs> right? What's the freaking point of it? Uh, I know, I know, there's a point to it, and you don't have to be smart about it, but I hate it." And I feel like every time I have, it's only gone down. I'm talking about the stock market now. <laughs> and I just keep telling myself, why can't it just perform like in the past? Like, and if it can't, then what can I invest in, right? Uh, I hope you haven't been taking investment advice from me because historically speaking, it's, it's been terrible. But historic data does not guarantee future results so you know maybe my future uh, performance might be great that's what she said oh god uh it's it's too early in the morning and i'm doing stuff like that you can tell what kind of we i have a very busy week ahead and that's kind of it eats up what i hate is when i'm busy i find it harder to sleep and so in times when I really should be resting more to conserve my energy, because uh, the kind of work we do is so physically intense and, and, and you got to be on top. It's not a desk job, right, where you can kind of uh, have your mind wander off a little bit. You're, you're in a, uh, if you're, especially if you're doing training or live shows, you're, you're in there giving it your all and you have to be attentive and paying attention and um, just being in the moment. And that takes work, man. And it's physically exhausting sometimes as well. So mentally and physically, it's like a sport sometimes. It is like a sport. Why am I saying sometimes? Maybe sports is like theater. Why should I yield to the sports side? Uh, sports is like theater. 
performance and high intensity and the best ones make a big difference <laughs> just saying that stuff now but anyway <clears throat> i woke up at like 2 30 a.m and i'm just annoyed with my brain right now because i'm like hey man if anything if any day i needed sleep <laughs> it was today because of this long week ahead where i've got multiple things on each day so somehow i gotta make it to friday so that I can then rest Friday evening or I think I have something I have something Friday evening as well. So it's Saturday that I'll I'll have a break which means I'll be with my kid and that's not really a break. But he does sleep in a bit longer than other kids sometimes, so I'm good with that. Not that my brain, you know I'm saying that stuff and I'm thinking actually even on rest days my brain just wakes me up. I wake up early regardless of how late I've slept. And I don't know what it is, what what you can do. Is it old age? But I've always been a, a bit like that with sleep. My relationship with sleep is terrible. And there are times when I'm just so tired that I collapse and just go out. Those are the best sleeps I get. And sometimes even those, they're not long though, right? <clears throat> I wonder if this is like a disease-related thing. Shit. If it turns out in the future... This is the moment I had that realization and then didn't do a checkup and left a, an opportunity safe to elongate my life. Damn. Now I'm now now I'm upset with myself. And this is a downward spiral. <laughs> it's just lack of sleep. I think that's all I'm telling myself. Lack of sleep. Oh boy. Uh yeah, that's uh that's got me excited, man, though. The NBA finals is the next game. Game five is tomorrow. And uh, I, I'm going to put up some stuff on Instagram right after it's done uh, to uh, to talk about how my prediction worked out. I really think Warriors in 6 might be a possibility. Um, and yeah, but can't count out the Celtics, man. If you're a fan of either one of the teams, man, I feel for you because they, they're giving us heart attacks right now. <clears throat> but yeah, moving on to more uh, important stuff, you know, I... <laughs> I've been reading the news, uh, mind you. I'm a very intelligent person. I googled some news, and uh, no, I, I do look up. I'm, I'm quite a. I'm a news addict as well, so I will look up a few sites every day just for headlines and stuff. I don't often read too much into it unless it really catches my eye. Are you guys one of those people? Uh, I think a lot of people do it, and now social media is shaming us for it. They go, hey, you want to share this article without reading? You sure? You want to be one of those idiots? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, anyway, so I do do that, and uh, but there were a few I did read, and you know, I just that Justin Bieber, man, this this stuff, this Ramsey Hunt syndrome, he's got apparently some kind of virus that affects like does shingles as well no shingles is supposed to be really painful but this one kind of paralyzes your face and he's got one half and i know um uh, at the risk of being slapped at an oscars uh, i shouldn't joke about a condition like that but at the same time i was just i i gotta say like i was just like he's not the most expressive person i've ever met or seen and so i'm not sure how they were able to tell it was that or just him being himself. But maybe one side was like a little bit more stiffer than the other. Uh, I suppose that's how they found out. But there you go, man. Justin Bieber fans don't kill me. Are they still as intense as they were early on? 
in the days. I wonder, you know, there were people crying and stuff when they couldn't get his tickets. I know that happened out here as well in Dubai when he came down a few years ago. Are they? Are you guys still like that crazy about him? I wonder. Um, who cares? <laughs> I I don't. I do care because you know I I wouldn't. Then I don't want to joke about his stuff in front of them. Not because it would hurt them, just that they might hurt me. So it's self-preservation. That's what it is. That's right. Um, but these people, man, with their news, sometimes celebrity news is both enraging and at the same time fascinating. Uh, like I, I read about Prince Williams. He just went like undercover homeless. Not not exactly homeless. He didn't go homeless. So he was at some – he was trying to go undercover at a train station because these homeless people have this magazine called Big Issue Magazine, which they sell to make a little bit of money to keep themselves going in the UK, apparently. I don't know much about it, but I read this and there were a lot of questions in my mind, like why can't they live in the place where the magazine is being printed? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, just really bad thoughts. Uh, and I feel <clears throat> I've never been around homelessness because in the Gulf... You essentially can't be homeless here. If you're a, a, a national, like a, um, if you're from that country, then they'll take care of you because they have small populations mostly out here and uh, they'll provide you with some sort of housing. And if you're not, they'll kick you out of the country for not having a job and stuff. It's I think it's you're not allowed to sleep in your car and be homeless in this place, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, you can't be homeless Uh legally so <laughs> i don't know how that works like what do they do with the homeless person probably deport them i don't know and so i've never been i've never felt the problem i've never seen it around me and i sometimes wonder what what why is it why does it exist and then i did read up a few things and people are affected and they can't hold down a job or different things just get you into that position and prince william was trying to shed some light on it uh, or helping out and doing this and I can't help but think but dude your mom just spent what was it 70 million pounds or dollars on or more on celebrating her jubilee her her rule <laughs> right I've been a queen for 70 years and everybody's got to celebrate that woohoo holy shit right like I can't believe people celebrate that and allow her their taxpayer money to use it on this stuff it's crazy and i was just thinking hey man i think you have plenty of money to maybe put some of it into building houses for the homeless or something i don't know i'm just spitballing here you know just thinking out loud like there might be a better solution than you going undercover to sell some magazines where you weren't supposed to be seen. So I don't know how that's raising a thing, but then you were identified and that has shed some light. But what kind of light? Like, hey, oh my God, they're homeless people. Yes, we all, the rest of us already knew that, man. <laughs> like in terms of an issue in a lot of countries uh, and sad that it exists in the UK and the US, which are supposedly some of the richest countries in the world. And so you kind of go, wow, that's, um, I think that was kind of dumb. If I'm just going to say it out loud, Prince William, I'm sorry. I don't approve of it. I think you have enough money to invest or raise funds for it and do it that way. That's your strength, not going undercover, not as 
a famous person. I don't know. Take some acting classes next time. Have a professional costume person do it for you. And again, you know, just some suggestions. Just some crazy suggestions. <laughs> oh, dude. Every time I look, and I know I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but all I keep seeing is stuff about um, inflation and stuff. And uh, and it's going to be there for a bit. And government, whatever the governments do will cause a depression instead, which is, I don't know what's worse, right? Like, we're finally starting to get work and make money. And now we're, like, talking about we're going to take away the money from people and destroy the business environment so that inflation doesn't kill us. It's like... You're just like, hey, man, there's got to be a better way, right? This, there has to be a better way than screwing us either way. I don't know what that is. Who's the economist in? Wh- wh- what are they up to? What? How does this shit work? Something's broken about the system, right? Uh, so I'm thinking of, I'm actually thinking of maybe I should reduce the higher cost food and stuff I take. Because I looked at my gro- uh, groceries and the bills uh, for that, how much we spend. And I was quite surprised, actually how much I did because I've never been very good with budgeting and with this kind of stuff. And I was, I was like, shit, I can't believe I spend that much on just re- just to live, you know, just the bare existence costs a lot as a family uh, to survive. And mind you, I live in a place where a lot of things are in control. I don't know how people in other countries do it. So hats off to you people in the U.S. and everything where, I don't know, like, and pay rises, right? Most people are working in jobs and they can't just raise their own salaries and companies tell them off and they go, oh, you know, it's not the right time and we'll figure it out until your top talent leaves and stuff. Oh, I'm in my HR zone now. But I was also thinking one of the highest costs is like meat, meat and chicken, right? And I'm thinking... Maybe it's time to become vegan. But then vegan, you can't become vegan because vegan stuff is more expensive too. So you got to become vegetarian. And and that's hard because my culture, we just don't understand that. It's like, it's like they think you've lost your manhood if you consider, if you think about like stopping meat, a meat diet. They just don't like, <laughs> I've seen people react like over the top. And get really aggressive about it and i i just i don't know right like it's um it's funny because imagine um imagine like we keep complaining about vegans constantly telling us they're vegans and you know the whole joke and i get it uh but at the same time can you imagine you you serve some biryani without chicken or meat in it (laughs) and i know my peeps they're going to go, hey, man, I am not a vegan. I'm not vegetarian. Where the hell is the meat? Excuse me, I have to take a sip of my black coffee right now. Sorry, I took that interruption, but I was worried it's going cold and I need a cup of coffee today. So apologies for being unprofessional in my own podcast, right? <clears throat> so this whole thing, this meat stuff, as you know, so that's my problem. Like we actually are the same. Uh, we want the meat to will tell everybody, but at the same time, uh, not, but, but also it's, it's kind of like, it's not, I know some of it comes from the culture and the religion and I'm just thinking, listen, it's not as far as my understanding is, it's not like our religion has come down and said, you have to eat meat. It allows you to eat meat. It's completely different 
from having to eat meat, right? Like, it's not like if you're Muslim, like, it's not like the five prayers that you have to do. It's a choice still. And if you reduce it, it's better for your health because there is a fine line. There's a fine balance you have to keep with it. And also, if you chose to be vegetarian, you don't lose your religion, right? Um, so, so we got to let go of that idea too, right? It's just crazy and it, it needs to stop. And, and, and we need to be more accepting. And, and, and we know the data, the science behind it backs eating less meat, at the very least, eating less meat, right? The, the car, carbon dioxide emissions from cows and all the other stuff they cause, I don't know, right? Like, it's just, all I know is bad for the environment, scientifically speaking. I've looked it up, okay? I'm not just speaking out of my ass. I just can't remember data. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a memorizer. I'm not, I don't have great memory, actually. That's the honest truth. Uh, unless I do, like, uh, I Google this right now and pretend like I've, I know it off my head and just read it off, right? I could do that and appear smarter than I am. Uh, but anyway, you know, so all the data points at it, all the health factors point at it that, you know, you shouldn't be eating too much meat, especially not every day, red meat in particular, which we love in our culture. And, and so, you know, like find that middle ground, right? Find that middle ground, be, be a little easy on that. And, um, and just relax about it, man. No one is is like after your religion and culture when we're saying that stuff. Culturally as well. Like, well, what well, you you ask your parents and their and their and your grandparents, and they'll tell you. I'm pretty sure they'll tell you because we most of us come from middle class backgrounds. Uh, my mom was from the upper middle class. I think her grandfather and family were landowners in India, and. So they owned a lot of land and money and wealth and everything. I've seen uh, the old houses uh, over there. God, phone should be on silent. That's so unprofessional again. Um, and, uh, you know, so they, they had quite a bit of that. And yet she tells me, you know, that it wasn't, meat wasn't served every day. And chicken was not served every day. It was a special occasion, guests. Um, some of the pieces, like the leg piece was kept for the guests it was like this honor it was the most prized piece i suppose and so my my uncle my mom's brother tells me when when he had enough money and he moved out and food was abundant in in the gulf uh or or later in life in pakistan as well early days once they had uh once commercialization hit and all this stuff was more easy to get he just um he loved having the leg piece and i've always seen him through his life if he's eating chicken he'll he'll like to have leg piece and it's a personal preference but i think it's affected by that cultural thing so that story just points to a, a, a very simple fact and that's you know historically culturally as well we didn't always eat meat every day and there were special occasions and dates even when i was growing up a lot of the food items like biryani which is a tasty thing in our culture wasn't served every day. It was like a Friday special thing or weddings and stuff. And then it just became, everything's just so available all the time. It's not special anymore. And I hate that in a way. And and we're just overly abundant and we have all this rich food all the time. No wonder I can't lose weight. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's our situation right now. And to cut back on it, again, isn't, 
isn't someone waging a war on our culture and religion. So have a think about that. Um, I'm going to try better as well. And I'm on a diet this week because uh, I've been really good at the beginning of the year, but the last couple of months have been terrible. And I've started stagnating or even putting back some of the weight, if I'm honest, because I mean, I do keep track of the stuff I'm eating and I'm like, ugh, my calorie intakes up and the kind of food I'm eating is bad again. So I'm going to pull back this week on, in a busy week. So I'm, I'm putting my body through a lot of stress. If I, if I do make it to the other side, happy and uh, living and breathing, then uh, I will catch you at the next episode because um, I got to run now. Like I said, busy week and I got to start prepping for it. Um, I hope you guys have a great week ahead as well and enjoy the upcoming games and uh, tell me, send in your questions. And like always, please review this. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to this. It helps me uh, go a long way in spreading the word. And uh, yeah, show me some love, people. I'm on Instagram as well, the Expat Brad Podcast. Uh, and I will see you all next week. I'm still working on the music for the outro intro. I will, you'll hear it one of these days. And suddenly you'll be like, wow, Salman's finally taking time to make an effort. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys. Have a great week ahead. See you later. Bye-bye.